In this episode, we're going to give you a behind the scenes, an interview with Chaim Simcha and what makes him tick and what he can do for you and your company by connecting you to the right people. Chaim Simcha is a master conversationalist and communicator, and he uses that ability to connect with hundreds of people and help each one find what they need and who they need it from. And he makes that connection for them. And he does that in businesses, he does that in real estate, and he does it in high tech. So he is your connector. Welcome to the Art of Conversation. I'm Aaron Wogelinter. And I'm Chaim Simcha. Nowadays, we are constantly communicating and in conversation with everyone around us. We are two extroverts and conversation lovers exploring the depths of human connection, communication, and the soft skills needed on a daily basis. This is the Meta Conversation, a conversation about conversations. So tune in and join the conversation. Why are you crazy about conversation and how has it helped you uh, in your career, in your relationships? Tell me a little bit about your relationship with conversation. So that's a great question. Um, and a couple of points you made, which were so, so interesting. First thing is people won't remember what you told them. They will always remember how you make them feel. And I have a guy, he, he I don't think he even speaks English. And he watches my statuses and he's like, wow, atayish yakar. Which roughly translates to, I value you so much. And he... He does this because we met seven years ago and we had a conversation and he still feels good about that conversation. So that's uh, one thing. Another thing you mentioned, which is mind-bogglingly amazing because this is literally my philosophy on life, is connecting the dots. When you connect with somebody online, it's a very fickle connection. People, they're not really your friends they're not your acquaintances unless they, you know them beforehand. When you meet someone online, it's a little dot. They'll see your stuff. They'll connect with you. There's, it's a very superficial, is, I think is a good word. When you go and you, which you wish them a happy birthday, which is genius, I think, by Mark Zuckerberg. I don't like him for a lot of reasons, this is genius. People feel good about that. That's a dot. You're connecting another line. Now, if you reach out and you ha- actually send a message to a person, that's another line connecting those two dots. You're connecting with that person on their level. When you connect enough lines that that line becomes strong, that's a real relationship. The best way I find to do that is you take it offline. The more dots, the more dots and connections you have, the, then it becomes a relationship. Correct, between two between two people. Um, and the reason that conversation is so important in my life is I think that everything in life starts with a conversation. Everything starts with a dot. You're connecting with that other person on the other side of that dot. And you're connecting a line. 
and you're starting a conversation, any conversation starts with interaction, interaction with two people, not with one person. A lot of what goes on nowadays is influencers. People say, follow me, follow us, we're doing this, watch me. That's a one-sided conversation. If that would happen in a real-life relationship, people would tell you to get lost pretty quickly because that's not how people want to feel. Now, what they're doing is, in my humble opinion... If you walk into a room and say, watch me, it's like, you know, it's weird. Exactly. <laughs> but online, we accept it. Sort and of. <laughs> we embrace it and we... And we like it Elevated almost, yeah. Exactly. These influencers have status. What I think is is super important there is to understand what they're actually doing. Now, what they're actually doing, in my opinion, is entertainment. So a person, instead of watching Netflix, he's watching Mr. Beast. And he's watching other influencers online. Now, that influence takes different forms. But they're essentially, they're consuming content. It's not building relationships. Building relationships has to start with an open flow of communication. And by the way, the best companies, the best companies in the world have open communication. That's just how it works. They're not blocked. They're not like, you know, people are not afraid to tell their manager something Management isn't afraid to get input from all levels of the companies. The best companies in the world have good a good flow of communication. They have to have solid leadership 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 structure, but they have great communication, and that's why we're here. I want to talk about communication. I want to talk about how to get it done more effectively. I want to talk about how do you do that online? How do you screw it up after you screw it up? What do you do? Because that's what it's all about. Everybody in life screws up. If you haven't screwed screwed up, if you you're listening over there, wherever you are in the world, and you haven't screwed up, reach out. I'll buy you a coffee. Because everybody in life screws up. It all depends on what you do next. And especially in business, I've seen people that their relationship gets stronger after you screw up and then you own it and then you communicate effectively in order to move past it. That's what I've seen. Right. So when you say that you're connecting dots and you're creating more and more of those connections between two people. So are there specific things that you do? I know you mentioned say happy birthday and create more things, but are there specific things, and maybe I can give you a specific case would help you, but are there specific things that you do that help you create, uh, let's say, that cold relationship out of nowhere, that you have no real dots with that person? What are some of your maybe go-tos and things that you run to to start connecting and making those, uh, connecting those dots? So that's a great question. So if a person is active on LinkedIn... So full disclosure, I live on LinkedIn. I'm there basically 24-6 unless I'm sleeping or praying. 
when I'm working out, I'm probably still on LinkedIn. Don't tell anyone. On LinkedIn, I've seen a lot of people that I actually wanted to connect with. If they're doing cool stuff, let's say they're doing drone technologies, or if they're in the Emirates, I have a passionate desire to understand cultures and to connect to people who, who are not like me. And they grew up in different circumstances than me. They have different religious beliefs. And I love having those conversations because it, you look at the world in a different, a different perspective. Um, a side note, we all see the world through our own biases. We all grew up a certain way and we see the world through glasses that we grow up with. When we take off those glasses for a second, take a deep breath, have a cup of coffee, a drink, whatever you want, and listen to somebody else who grew up in a totally different circumstance, we can gain perspective. And I'm not trying to change other people's minds. Just listen. And even if it's a hot topic, it could be politics. My, my political beliefs are not like many people's political beliefs. And yet I sit down and I have open conversations about hot topics and I'll concede that there's nothing perfect. I believe what I believe because of what I believe for certain reasons and they believe for different reasons, which is fine. Civil discourse. Probably an art that we lost a long time ago. Back to your question. What was that question again? What are things that you do to create, to create those initial relationships? So now you mentioned again coffee, and you mentioned different tips that you have that you use to bridge those gaps between cultures and biases and to break those, to essentially get people to take their glasses off. <laughs> I love it. So if on LinkedIn, for example, I see somebody that I'd like to connect with, and if I see him, he's probably putting out some, he or she, um, great content creators, they're putting out some sort of content. And they're probably doing something very, very cool. I will usually go and engage with their stuff. I'll tell them why it's cool. I'll tell them why I love it, why I get excited about it. Like, there, there's a drone, there's a guy, he's barely active on LinkedIn. And he posted about his drone, which he built for super, super cheap. And I'm very, very excited about drones. One of my goals in 2023 is to learn how to fly drones. And I haven't done it yet, which I have to get on it. But back to the question, I'll engage with his stuff. I love your list. <laughs> this like list that's being built as we speak. I'm getting to love yes. them. Okay. Um, so what I'm saying is, when you show up for people, they, they notice you. They'll appreciate you. Because if I'm putting out content and somebody comes over and he says, wow, I love what you're doing, I'm going to be like, thank you. That's nice. Who are you? Or as they say, shalom aleichem. Like, you know, you'll, if somebody comes over to you in public, in person. Yeah, I want, I want to transition also to offline, not just on LinkedIn, but yeah. 100%. So if somebody comes over to you offline and they say, I love what you're doing, you're that guy. So 
I'll be like, yeah, hey, who are you? What are you doing? Great to meet you in person. If you're going back to your question of how do you connect with people offline who you have no previous relationship with, that is a good question. Um, there has to be some sort of context. If you just walk over to random strangers, it is not my first recommendation because the world that we live in, people are cynical and jaded to a certain extent that they're more guarded. The goal in any, to build any relationship is to lower those defenses so that you'll be able to actually connect with the person on a meaningful level without all of those, guard, those, those guards up. If there's a context, so let's say you're, you're at an event. An event pr provides the base for, uh, for any meaningful relationship. Because if you're going to a tech event, everybody who's there is going to be connected to tech. Exactly. So they can be connected to tech in a bunch of different ways. They can be investors. They can be startups. They can be workers looking for jobs. They can be people who are from government programs who are just looking to make themselves look good and get more government money, which is fine. Understand who they are. If you understand who they are, then you can understand what they want general direction because when you go into a conversation with what you want you usually don't get that and you usually don't get the relationship if you go into a conversation with what they want then you'll probably end up having coffee and actually developing a relationship if that's what you want but always focus on what other people want and need and I asked somebody, I asked a friend of mine recently, he's, um, he's actually a great guy, love him dearly. He's doing a lot for the ultra-Orthodox uh, into high-tech. Uh, he just wrote a book about it. I asked him, what are you looking for? Because right now, he's doing a bunch of stuff. I asked him, how can I or my network help with what you're doing? I'm good. He's appearing on TV with his book, he's getting some press, it's good. He's doing a great job. Like I said, I love him dearly. But always focus on the other person. What do they want? And actually, when we met... I was going to say, that was the first question you asked me. What do you want? What are you looking for? And I, I didn't have the answer, but the, the point is, is that you asked that and you are able to put your, uh, your otherness headphones on or glasses or whatever Michelle will use, but you were, you were able to look at me and say, let me get in your head, let me get with you. It reminded me of a quote that Zig Ziglar, one of the most famous sales, I don't want to call it gurus because he probably wouldn't have liked that. But if you haven't heard of Zig Ziglar, go look him up. He, everything about sales, he's from Texas, I believe, down south. And he was still rocking stages when he was like 90. He said, if you help enough other people get what they want, you will always get what you want. So even if you go into this selfishly, but focusing on the other person, you will win. 
at a certain point, you'll see that helping other people is actually winning. And then you lose some of that selfishness. Not that selfish is a bad thing. We can talk about that in a different episode, but yes. Um, There's so many great points you're bringing up, like the, the conversation of being selfless versus selfish, the conversation of helping others, getting things done like that. Yeah, it's a very interesting, very interesting point. So just to move it, to move it forward, though, so how have you used the art of conversation? How have you used these connecting the dots in your business, in your life, in your career, relationships, how have you used this and how have you seen it help you? So that's a great question. Pretty much everything that I've done over the past 10 to 12 years has been because of connecting dots. Every single job I got, every single startup that I've been a part of, every, almost every real estate deal has been because I have a previous relationship with someone or someone connected me with somebody because of that relationship. A friend of mine who I, I've known for just about two decades, he reached out, there's a startup, put them together, and they're moving forward, hopefully. It's everything. I, I personally, I believe that it's everything. Relationships are everything. They're the basis of everything. People can sense when you're only looking out for yourself. People might sometimes even do business with you. I don't like that. This is just a personal feeling. Um, we were talking about pet peeves. A pet peeve of mine is even if somebody doesn't pitch slap you, what they call on LinkedIn, even if they don't like send an immediate message saying, these are my services, buy them now. Oh, you have a discount just today. But if your conversation with him is always focused on him and his services, I personally will lose interest very, very quickly. I, I, I want to know about what your business is, but I also want to know about your family. I want to know why you're doing what you're doing. I want to know what you're actually good at. What are you looking to do with your life? I just spoke about this with somebody recently. And um, so I'm in my 30s. And we have at least 30 years until retirement. What do I actually want to be doing for the next 30 years of my life? And so many of my friends that are in the same age bracket, approximately, and some a little less, some a little more, and they're saying, they're thinking to themselves, what am I doing here? Why am I doing this? Is it for another dollar, for another shekel, whatever it is? What's the point? And it's funny because midlife crises used to be, I think, a lot later in life. They used to be later 40s, 50s in my father's generation. And I think that that's where they got to this point of saying, okay, what am I actually doing here? And that's, that's it. Uh, what I, my takeaway from that is that you are connecting the dots. You are not, you know, when you see somebody for the first time, you don't say, hi, I am real estate, or hi, I am podcasting, or hi, I am LinkedIn. It's, hi, I'm, I'm here for you. And then we can find a way to work together if it's, 
through this or through that because the work, the work, okay, I'll find something. We'll, we'll find a way to work together. But there's um, connecting the dots is, is essentially the thing that has brought you throughout this, this career and will spend the next 30 years doing, seems like, as well. For sure. And this is, by the way, this is what excites me about doing this podcast because it is connecting with people. It's understanding people, understanding communication better, but it's also connecting with the people that are actually doing the communicating, understanding different circumstances. We, talk, we spoke about the biases, right? I want to bring on this podcast, I want to bring people from such different backgrounds that will give insight as to why they do or do not do certain things, what's culturally acceptable, what's not, why certain cultures have difficulties doing certain things. And then when you're in a, in a situation where you're, you meet somebody and they do something different than what you would expect, you can take a step back and say, oh, why is he doing that? And then you can actually understand so it's not enough just to speak the language, it's also to understand the culture, understand the nuance. Nuance is a huge, huge thing about conversation because 70% of our language, of our communicated word, I guess you call it, is body language. So if you guys aren't watching this, you should be watching it if we put it up on video. But... 70% of what we do, and I'm waving my hands around because that's how I communicate, but 70% of what we do is, is the body language. And you can see it when, you, when somebody gets up on stage and they're animated and they're moving around and their hands are flailing all around and they're excited. That energy gets transmitted to the crowd. And Zig Ziglar did it and Tony Robbins Fun fact, Tony Robbins actually jumps on a trampoline for like a minute, I think, before he does his, uh, his presentation on stage. If you haven't heard of Tony Robbins, go look him up. He's awesome. I don't think he's for everyone. He's a very, very specific personality type, very, very strong, um, very, very like in your face, very powerful. But, and that's, uh, that actually goes into something else. I know we're going off a, a, tangent, a tangent on a tangent on a tangent. He has this ritual to get him into the right zone in order to give over that energy. And I think everything is energy. Think about it for a second. When you meet people, there are some people that you just want to connect with. And there are some people where you're like, why am I talking to this guy? And that goes into personality types, which there are basic personality types. There's a bunch of different ways to rate personality types, if you've heard of Myers-Briggs, etc. There's a bunch of ways to, to break it down. So um, it, breaks, it breaks down people into those type, it, types of categories. And once you know certain characteristics about those people, you'll also be able to connect with them on a deeper level. When you meet people like that, you can connect to them just but you see them and you know, okay, they have a spiritual tendency. So their major trip abroad, they probably went to India, not to South America like many young people do. 
And if they went to India, they're looking for spirituality. They don't care as much about the materialistic things. So you wouldn't try to sell them on making money. And what you do is you connect with them on their level. Those people, they like nature. They tend to like nature. There's no overall, everybody likes everything. But they tend to like nature. They tend to like animals. So the people who are, who are in um, farms, right? And they take a year and they're just out there on the farm and they're riding horses and they're caring for the sheep and they're doing that. That's a certain personality type. And you can't force them to change their personality type. That's how people are. You can work with it. So even more than connecting the dots, you're busy with finding the dots, finding what is this person saying, verbally, non-verbally, body language, energy. What are they saying? How do I find that dress, where they're, where they're coming from? Find those things and connect to them and then help them connect to others uh, through that. It's incredible. I uh, thanks for doing this with me, and I'm excited to do more and more. Usually, we say thanks for joining me and thanks for thanks for coming on as a guest, but thanks for um, connecting the dots for me and starting this uh, this journey together. It's very exciting for me as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Art of the Conversation, where we're having conversations about having conversations. What tips, tricks, what works, and what doesn't work. Um, We hope you enjoyed this episode, and in the show notes, you're going to see a link to our LinkedIn post. Please go and join us in the conversation. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you didn't like. Feel free. Offer some other things we should talk about. Join the conversation. 